He knew the footwork like the back of his feet. I'm gonna burn that in the woods somewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna get that tattooed on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Write Night, a podcast where we do timed writing in response to a prompt, then perform it together. We'll laugh, we'll cry, we'll think, but most importantly, we'll have fun and learn to write along the way. I'm Toby Menanzen, and we invite you to write along with us. Just pause this podcast on my queue, come on back when you're satisfied with what you got, and if you're feeling it, share what you created on our subreddit, our Write Night, where you can read our responses as well. Today we're with Nell, M, and Connor. Hey guys. Hi. Hello. Hey. So Nell, I found out very recently that you hang out with cats pretty much every weekend. Uh, is that true? And do you feel like you're living your best life? I do and I am because I work at an animal shelter, so I get paid to hang out with cats all day. How do you feel about those people that come into the animal shelter? And they're just there to pet the cats, not to actually adopt one. That's fine, as long as we're not super busy and they're like taking up space for people who actually are interested in adopting an animal. Sometimes we have folks who come in and act like they know better than us and try to boss us around after they've only just come in to hang out with the cats. So I don't appreciate that. But if someone just wants to come in and hang out with a cat and read a book or something, like I'm fine with that as long as they're not getting in my way. The cats like it and then... Yeah, that's cool. We have the space. How do you feel about the prompt, try to boss us around? I was either thinking that or we have the space. I like the space one. Both strong. Let's go Let's go with space. So the prompt is we have the space. So you guys listening, we're taking 10 minutes to write a response to the prompt. So now would be a good time to pause. Write what you'd like and meet up with us when you've written something you're satisfied with. And take as much time as you'd like if you're feeling it. We're doing 10 minutes, but you know, if you're feeling good, 20, 25 minutes on the story that you got, go for it. So the prompt, once again, is we have the space. We got 10 minutes. <laughs> no, do you have an idea? Yes. <laughs> okay. We have the space in three, two, one, go. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm like writing this knowing full well who's going to be reading what and it's elevating my yep. experience. Nice. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. How I'm doing this. Six minutes left. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I'm shocked at how quickly all of you reacted vocally with, oh, I got it. And I've, I started writing, immediately deleted it, had a mental breakdown for two minutes, and then you were like, six minutes left. And I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> it's judgment free zone it's all tied up fun to fun oh well fun for anybody except a capricorn <laughs> oh no, please she's not ready i believe in you that's the noise of me believing <laughs> oh god so don't stop believing that, that's the intro to it actually that's all right let's wrap up i think this is the only time i've ever finished early nice i'm like kind of scared all right who would like to go first is that any volunteers uh oh. <laughs> I guess we'll, just do, oh no. we'll just do Nell's first because it's called a Star Trek right. Kirk Spock fanfic. Okay, would you like to introduce <laughs> and cast? This is a Star Trek Kirk Spock fanfic limerick, and I would love for M to read it. I went for quality over quantity, as you advised. Perfect. Without further ado, this is a Star Trek Kirk Spock fanfic limerick by Nell McEwen. There's galaxies left to explore, with triples and Klingons and more. For we have the space, but let us embrace. Or I'd rather make out on your floor. The end. <laughs> <laughs> now this is corny, and I love it. Yay! I'm here for it. This, God bless you. This is everything a fanfic needed to be. <laughs> that was that was quality. That was a full stanza of A+. Thank you for your reading, Em. That was beautiful. Thank you for putting those words in my mouth. You're welcome. Anytime. All right, Em, you want to go next? I would like to go next. 
this 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 was hard for me to write because I initially thought of it in one way and then scrapped it again had a two minute middle breakdown and then quickly just diarrhea this out I would love to give this to Nell to read I would be honored and thrilled okay without further ado this is Magnolia Christmas by M. Whitworth my mother loves Christmas ornaments every year we string up the tree in various states of personal disarray eggnog and heartbreak, cinnamon sticks, and family strife. The fake tree, more than 20 years old, is more wire now than green, and the people around it more gray than merry. But my mother, bless her heart, with a steel magnolia smile, delicately loads the drooping branches with baubles, balls, and birds, and every year she somehow finds a hole, an empty part of the decoration, and demands, we need some filler here. And every year we groan and say, mom, this tree is too full. It's not full enough for me, she says. And I see that for her, this plastic tree is memories and Christmases past. Pets and people come and gone. And although we're busy and it's harder to come home now, we have the space for just one more. The end. Yeah, that was one- absolutely wonderful. I love it. And that was beautiful. That was so poignant. Oh, thank you. Give yourself <laughs> My a hard time. That was wonderful thank you it reads like the spirit of christmas it reads like eggnog (laughs) i I like got happy from having that read to me it's because i'm a ho 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 (laughs) yeah i'm calling my mom after this (laughs) i want to attend an ambivalent and slightly emotional and nostalgic whitworth christmas (laughs) the the thing is do you do you (laughs) is this a true story does this come from somewhere real this yes this is a true story my mother is uh is a a Christmas file <laughs> and uh, she is truly the, the heart and soul of our family and like that we have we've had this tree since before I was born it's it's a fake tree and every year it looks a little bit more dilapidated and every year we somehow manage to cram just a few more ornaments on her just a few more strings of lights so this tree has sort of become its own uh, creature in our family Wow, autobiographical. Mm-hmm. I feel like in a small sense, I am a part of the Whitworth family because I my first ever Shakespeare play was Twelfth Night with Rebecca as Mariah, <laughs> your sibling. No way. And that was a very formative experience for me. So I feel like it, I kind of have a lifelong bond that can never be shaken there. I feel like you have been a very integral part of my childhood. And it's, it's weird. It's weird reconnecting with you guys via this podcast because you you've all sort of been in and out of my life in like the first 18 years and then now we're reconnecting as like grown-ass people and it's very different and i it's 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 crazy all right connor do you want do you want now or do you want last doesn't matter to me man let's just do mine first then we'll end with yours i like capping with you yeah yeah dream big okay this is the this is called the cuddle buzz (laughs) um now can you play nell no (laughs) please Connor and M, can you take turns with uh, <laughs> with the cats? It'll, it'll make very clear sense. We'll start with Connor and then just go. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Okay. Without further ado, this is The Cuddle Bus by Toby Mananzen. <laughs> oh, no. Meow. What's that, Captain Pickles? You want up on the couch? Well, sure. There's space here. Meow. What's that, first mate cucumber? You too want up on the couch? Absolutely. Come on up. We have the space here. Meow. Oh, senor gato. Necesitas hombres? Andale y arriba, mi amigo. Meow. Detective Darkness. Oh, you. You're a liability to this team. I need your badge and gun and get your ass out of my office and onto this couch. Meow. Wow. 
Squeaky Nimbles the clown cat. I know the smell of burning unicycle tires when I smell one. Step right up to the most amazing couch at the fair. Yeah. Sir Grandpa Cat the Third, what are you doing out of your wheelchair? Oh, please come up on this couch. You'll catch a cold. Meow. <laughs> Machiavellian cat, you skeevy dick. We see through your plans. No, no, you're not allowed on the couch. Ah, who am I kidding? I gotta kill it with kindness. Up you go, we have the space. Um, meow. Uh, meow very much. The king? He's here, the king! We all thought you were dead. Please, it would be an honor. Meow. Meow. Cybo cat, you cannot feel my pets, but can you download my love? Get on up here, you toaster. Oh, I love all my cats, and I love my couch. The end. <laughs> yeah, that's a 10 out of 10. That was the best and most accurate thing that I have ever feasted my eyes upon. Thank you so much. I didn't know you live in my house watching my every move and interaction. That was so accurate. I kind of wow. wanted to just keep going for like another 20, 30 minutes. I wish. That was so fun. That just seemed like it was a blast, right? You're like, what other arbitrary adjectives can I pull and then try to make it do a cat? Okay, thanks for that. Connor, do you want to finish up round one? Yeah, sure. So this is called We Have the Space. Toby, if you could be the narrator. Okay. Nell, if you could be Lucy. Mm -hmm. And M, if you could be uh, Janice. Without further ado, this is We Have the Space by Connor. The airlock door closed shut behind them. Janice? Lucy asked, wondering if the worst mistake that could have been made had, in fact, been made. Yeah, what's up, Lucy? Janice replied. Well, I hate to be a micromanager, and I know you get mad when I double-check you, but did you leave the airlock door open as we carried the waste buckets out? Lucy asked furtively. No. We both stared at the door, waiting for Douglas to arrive to let us out. Douglas arrived a short time later. His high-pitched, nasally voice giggled at them for their third mistake this week. <laughs> I can't believe you both got locked out again. Okay, this time, you have to do a silly dance for me to hit the unlock button. He said between chuckles. Douglas, no, please. We are floating around out here with our own waste, and you know I get scared when there's only one airlock to the outside. Lucy said in a scared voice. Ugh, Lucy, you're always so annoying about everything, you scaredy cat. Douglas, open this door. There isn't enough room on the ship for the two of us and your ego. Janice said between bites of dip. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense! There's room for all of us! Douglas replied. We have the- As he pressed the door open button, and Lucy and Janice were sucked into the cold void of nothingness, Douglas uttered the final word. Space. <laughs> the end. Oh, Jesus, Connor! No. <laughs> Connor, a masterclass in world building, in character oh development. <laughs> wow. Thank you. I was like, ma'am, what's the, uh, I need more characterization for Janice. I was like, she chews dip. Yep. I like how I like how um the characterization of dip is between bites of dip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought I only had a minute left. I was like, I don't know, what does dip come in? Bites? <laughs> so I just threw it in. And then when you were like, Oh, okay, it's time to turn him in, I was like, Oh no, wait, I need to I need to make some edits. I need to think about this dip thing. But then I panicked and just sent it in. <laughs> and with that, that is round one. So I didn't know this when I asked the particular three of you to be in this episode, but I found out that Connor and M used to be like dance teaching partners. Is that what that is? Cotillion instructors. So we would teach specific ballroom dances and etiquette and how to set high-end dinner plate courses and things like that. 
And how old were y'all? When was this? This was... Um, Throughout high school. Yeah, and I will say, how we were picked for this position was very much like a Hunger Games-esque scenario <laughs> in which the best boy and best girl out of the eighth grade year were invited to then become instructors. And then you would be an instructor for like the next four years of high school. That's absolutely correct. So it was very much like a commitment. How do you determine the best boy and the best girl? Please tell me more <laughs> about this. I'm fascinated. The footwork. The footwork, Nell. Of course. The, of course. The commitment to the craft. Yeah. You also had to show like, a, and Connor, remind me because it's been eons. <laughs> yeah, well over a decade. But like, you have to know how to do like a, a certain number of steps. So we, there's like the foxtrot, the waltz. Um, uh, the cha-cha and the swing. Shout out to Connor because Connor is Connor is a great dancer. Oh, we know it. I I really appreciate that. Um, I every it. performance I've ever been in speaks otherwise. <laughs> Connor was able to play the Nutcracker on stage for a full-on show once. But right? but take like uh, swing dancing and then this was a remix Nutcracker and I had to do hip hop. What? <laughs> oh yeah. So it was a good gig for high school, honestly. Also seeing like twelve-year-old boys who are all you know four foot 11 and then 12 year old girls who are six four <laughs> try to slow dance together yep. <laughs> and like the boys would like have to lead and they would not touch these girls backs and of course the girls are like trying to be cute and so Absolutely. they have like they have like low cut dresses in the back and these boys are like they're trying to lead with their hands four feet away from the girl's back yeah <laughs> I, I completely forgot about that how do you guys feel about the prompt of the footwork <laughs> that's great yeah i'm, I'm a down. little triggered okay. and very excited all right so we're gonna do the footwork we're gonna do 15 minutes this time in three two one go if i just mumble footwork to myself over and over i'll have an idea if you say it five times they say it'll show up on the mirror that's been my strategy so far hey what do you guys call those scratchy towers for cats cat tower another cat one just into the felines feline the felines i'll never tell a lion made entirely out of iron the feline i got that because i took chemistry class with toby all we did was look at the periodic table yeah we got in a lot of trouble too i know we did i'm too busy on rhyme zone <laughs> just a regular Friday night then? Uh, you, know. you think I'm joking? No, I know. No, we know. No, <laughs> What's a thing about Oregon? The trail? The Oregon Trail. Thank you. Oh, I think even like internal organs. And I was like, a trail? Yeah, don't <laughs> And say anything about your internal organs. You do not have to answer that. Squeaky <laughs> clean. Nine minutes left. Oh, this is a longer one. Okay, okay. I was like, no. Yes. I wrote all that in one minute. Come on. This ecstasy's hidden. <laughs> when the molly hit. She told me up for a group dinner at uh, the Boston Market. You can buy mashed potatoes in bulk. I like my mashed potatoes like I like my men. Squishy. Covered in butter. <laughs> in bulk? Bulk. Bulky. <laughs> Taking a swig of kombucha. Nice. Drink that mushroom sauce. My scoby juice. Does it taste good? I hope it has scoby do. <laughs> okay. Does anyone want to go first? Any dramas? Anyone do a drama? I don't know what mine is. Mine was just an image in my brain, and then I had to make it into... A plot? Is it okay if we do that one first? Yes, That sounds please. incredibly interesting. It is called Sasquatch Cotillion. I really just envisioned it as... I just liked the idea of a bunch of Bigfoots trying to do a cotillion. Without further ado, this is Sasquatch Cotillion by Nell McEwen. In the dusky northwest at the end of the trail, and shadows fall soft of the slopes of Mount Hood, a gathering forms as the evening creeps in, deep in the depths of the Oregon woods. A glimpse of a brawny arm covered in fur, a print in the dirt twice as wide as a man's, 
The ape creatures foxtrot and pretzel and waltz in a clumsy and stumbling yeti-like dance. A tourist hiking the Oregon Trail glimpses the creatures as he walks along, eyes widening hugely in shock and disgust. He yells, you look silly and stupid and wrong. You big clumsy animals, this is ridiculous. You all look so goofy, stop messing around. When it comes to footwork, I would advise you stick to the footprints you make in the mud. The big yeti leader glowers down on him. How dare you intrude on the dance of the Sasquatch. Get out of here, or else I'll make you a pretzel. Please go get dysentery and kiss my ass, Squatch. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Yeah, the strongest ending I've ever seen. <laughs> now, you deserve the Nobel Peace Prize for that rhyme. Yeah, that's Pulitzer. Thank you. Did, did you know you were going to land on Asquatch when you ended one line with Sasquatch? Or were you like in a corner, opened up a rhyme zone, and then saw Asquatch? I got about three quarters of the way through the poem and was trying to think of a way to end it. And then I thought of the word Asquatch, and then I retconned from there. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Hood. Did you make that up, or is that a real That's place? a real mountain. Did you Google? I didn't Google that one. My dad grew up in Oregon, so I've okay. been to Mount Hood. Okay, I was curious. Because uh, weirdly enough, my dad also grew up in Oregon. Wow, what a what a, hey. what a what a three group of three people you picked, Toby. Well done. Where in Oregon? <laughs> Tacoma, Washington, but he was down okay. in Portland, like, it was just across the bridge. Cool. My dad went to undergrad in Portland, but he grew up in Medford. Down the line, Em, you're up. Do you want to introduce and cast? So, Toby, I would like you to narrate. Okay. Connor, I'd like you to be Martha. And okay. Nell, would you please be Connor? I would love to be Connor. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Without further ado, this is The Best Boy by Em Whitworth. There was no way. Martha Wallington stood in her size 11 kitten heels, mouth agape, <laughs> surrounded by sweaty, slow-dancing teenagers. In all her years, she had never seen steps like that, quick, light, like rain hitting the pavement of a country club driveway. The dancing dogs on Connor Pretzel were like no other student Martha had ever taught. Connor P was flying across the dull room, cutting a rug with little Emery whatever her name was. <laughs> 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 and practically sending her into the rafters. Spin, dip, left arm up, spin. Martha was flabbergasted at the moves on this child. Though he was but 12 years old, he twirled his pubescent partner like a dervish, making even the most seasoned of the student teachers seem like novices in the face of his movement mastery. Martha knew it was time. She had found her best boy. <laughs> Once Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls had finally ended, on eternity, oh my God. Martha strode up to Connor and tapped him on the shoulder, double-checking his name tag as he turned to face her. Connor, well done, she said approvingly. Connor looked back at her with a sly glint in his eye, but answered politely. Thanks, Miss Wallington. <laughs> Martha beamed, excited by the promise of four years of Connor teaching the youths how to really dance. With Connor, she knew she could turn her cotillion into a million. <laughs> <laughs> she could take over Mount Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> Mount she, could, <laughs> she could take over Mount Vernon, Virginia, and prove once and for all that her etiquette classes reigned supreme. She let out a brief cackle, choked, and nodded. We'll talk after class. She hurried away. But as Miss Wallington's dusty perfume faded into the background of preteen stink, Connor relished in what he knew was really coming. Four years of dry-ass cookies. All because of the footwork. The end. Em! I 
feel like I'm there. Your writing is so good. It captures like the huga, like the spirit of a place. My head is in my hands. I feel like I have been transported back. Iris by the Goo Dolls, th- that was amazing. Yeah. That was one of the six songs that they never updated year over year. That blew my mind when I saw that. It was one of the six do- the six songs, and then there was like tracks of like the royalty-free piano music that comes on keyboards. Yeah. Like that was the other music. It was like those two and then Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson, which was yes. too fast oh for God. eighth grade waltz. <laughs> And that was genius. That was, great. that was unbelievable. That was so good. I'm smiling so hard. Toby, your narration was something else. Oh, thank you, thank the you, thank you. Preteen stink. Every seventh grader's like, oh, I'm gonna have to dance with the girl. Better use either Axe or really expensive cologne I borrowed from my father. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Connor, do you want to go next or do you want to wrap it up? Do you want to be the end? Um, I'll leave it to you. No, you know what? I'll go next because this should not be the okay. note that we end on. Um, (laughs) Em, can I have you narrate this? Sure. Toby, can I have you be the voice of Tim? Okay. And then Nell, can you have the only other speaking line? Yes. Without further ado, this is Footwork by Connor. Tiny Toes Tim, they called him. His toes twinkled like the stars as he furiously danced, a small sheen of sweat simmering on his sensual brow. (laughs) He knew the footwork like the back of his feet. (laughs) He felt like he was gliding, ghosting garishly, glancing about as he gallivanted and galloped across the stage. He leapt, languishing as he fell to the ground loosely, largely unbothered by the hundreds of eyes upon him. Letting out a sigh, he loosed his quivering lips for the final lament to his lasting performance. I'm Tim. I dance. Breathless, his beating heart was fit to burst, but he beamed with pride, blushing and brusquely brandishing his ballet boots. Happily, he hunkered down near the hungering men and women, standing still to not show emotion during the harrowing wait as he hurriedly caught his breath. Eyes alight, he eagerly examined the person before him, earnestly awaiting their imminent praise. Sir, thanks for that, I guess, but this is a Taco Bell. (laughs) Why did you dance here? We cannot give you a chalupa just for doing a dance. Wait, are those boots for ballet? An employee asked. Just then, he jumped out of the plate glass window, jumbling blindly the jangling crystals. A good first attempt. A dazzling debut. He would soon be known to this town one way or another. For his was the footwork of the feelings, the foundation of floundering about, in a foreshadowed way. Grinning, he ran to the KFC next door. Breathless still, he announced, I'm Tim. I dance. The end. (laughs) (laughs) The alliteration, Connor, unreal. Wow. Some say he's still going around a day. I was wow. like, I've never used alliteration on right night. And then this just happened. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how to make this a plot. So no, I am. That was wonderful narration. Thank you. That was everybody. Great job. You gave me such meat food to feed on my friend. He knew the footwork like the back of his feet. I'm going to burn that in the woods. Somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to get that tattooed on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the steps. I know my footwork like the back of my feet. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll end with mine. This one was the first thing that came to my head. It's like half a scene, but I just enjoyed writing it. Um, Nell, can you narrate? I'm so excited to. Connor, can you play Connor? <laughs> M, can you play the strike team cat? And I'll play the chair cat. <laughs> yes. Without further ado, this is Strike Team Cat by Toby Menanzen. Three, 
two, one, mark. Strike Team Cat landed from her cat tower and eyed the prize. Her stupid owner, who's hosting this stupid gala party in our stupid house, made the ultimate stupid mistake. In the midst of the bacchanalian bonanza, a drunken fool dropped the prize. The prime salami, fresh from the Costco tray. Strike Team Cat could smell it from here. Ah yes, meow. Salami. <laughs> Strike Team Cat places her thumbless paw to her ear. I see the meat. I'm Meow Pete. I see the meat. Chair Cat types a couple things on his cat toy. Copy. You have to move now before the guests meow to you. Wait, no, I must wait for my window. If I go too early and they see me, they'll catch me. Time slows down for Strike Team Cat. Three minutes felt like one minute. It was like Strike Team Cat took cat ecstasy or molly or something and that she had lost a sense of time. The sea of legs moving this way and that like razor pendulums. Any second now... Mutters Strike Team Cat. And like Moses himself parting the Red Sea, opportunity presents itself. And like a cat, Strike Team Cat charges. And then I said, quarterly review? <laughs> More like annual report. <laughs> the sea of collars, pearls, and rings explode into laughter. Connor wiped his tears from his eyes with the sleeve of his J. Crew factory three-piece suit and reached his hand over for another bout of that pristine Wegman salami on the table. But all he felt was a medium-grade Wegmans plastic. Hey, where did the salami go? <laughs> he looked down, and the only piece was on the floor. He looked up, back at the open window, and the last thing he saw were two tails bolting to the night air. The end. Poetry. Wow. That was like Meowshin Impossible. <laughs> hey. This is my attempt at expanding the uh, the Meowville cinematic universe yeah. from uh, the first round. <laughs> the line, another bout of that pristine Wegman salami and then the medium grade Wegman's plastic. That ended yeah. me. <laughs> all right, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening to Right Night. Be sure to submit your responses to our subreddit, our Right Night. Night is spelled N-I-T-E. Or even just come on down to chat. Music by Bannister Chava. And thanks to our guests, Connor, M, and Nell. It was great hanging out with you. I'm Toby Bonanza, and I'm looking forward to reading what you whipped up. Thank you so much. Thank you.